Is one of your 2023 goals to build your brand and grow your audience? If that's what you're focusing on this year, you're going to have to get really good at creating consistent content. Yes, you're going to have to create content this year. And if you're sitting here shaking your head yes, and you're like, Jen, yes, I know I need to create content, but sometimes I just don't feel confident enough to put myself on camera, or sometimes I don't know what to post, or I don't know how to create videos, or I don't know what if I should do YouTube or TikTok or Instagram or Facebook, and I'm just so overwhelmed with all the options, and I just don't even know where to start. If that is you, you're in luck because you're listening to the right person. Last year in 2022, I made my word of the year content. My whole goal was to learn as much as I possibly could about content creation and create as much content as I could in order to grow and build my audience. And that is exactly what I did. And throughout the year, I learned a lot about content creation. I learned a lot about what works, what doesn't work, and I collected a hell of a lot of tools along the way to help me grow my audience And not only am I now growing a thousand followers a day, but I also have a couple of reels that have reached over 2.5 million views. So if you want to learn all of my do's and don'ts or what I like to call my laws of content creation, you're in luck because I have a free guide that I made just for you. It's Jen's 10 laws of content creation and it's totally free. Just go to 10lawsofcontentcreation.com. I'm also going to put it in the show notes, but the number 10 lawsofcontentcreation.com and you can get my completely free guide to all of my laws about how to create epic content so that you can build your audience and skyrocket your brand in 2023 and beyond. So go download it. I dare you. If you're in the thick of it right now, if you have an open wound that's bleeding, I want to let you know that you're not alone. I can tell you this as I tell myself this, that every single thing that happens to us is secretly happening for us. And we don't necessarily know in the moment when the wound is bleeding, when we're just trying to heal and we're just trying to get through it. We don't know why it's happening for us. But when when we heal and it becomes a scar and we can look backwards, we'll know why. All of the terrible things that have happened in my life that are now scars, I use to teach. I use to inspire. I, I use to connect with people. And they've helped me become a stronger, better person. They've helped me become who I am today. What if today was the day that you dared yourself to do what you've always wanted? Welcome to the I Dare You podcast. I'm your host, Jen Gottlieb. And together, we're going to step outside of our comfort zones and into our best lives one dare at a time. So come on, I dare you to dive right on in. Hey fam, hey, what's up? Welcome back to the I Dare You podcast. So excited you're here, so grateful for you. I'm recording this on a Monday and I freaking love Mondays. Mondays light me up. Do you love Mondays? I I mean, like, I'm not like your typical human that's like, can't wait till Friday. I actually like, I get sad on Fridays because I'm like, oh my God, the week is over. I do look forward to like fun activities that happen only on the weekends, but I love my job so much and I love momentum and I love the game of what I do. So I don't even like to call it work because it just feels like fun. I love it so much that I'm, I always get really excited from Monday to start. And I also love the energy and the momentum that I feel from everybody else in my life on Mondays. Everyone's just like moving and rocking and rolling and just opportunities are endless when Monday comes around. All the doors start to fly open and things start to happen and 
I just love it. So there you go. There's my love affair with Mondays. And if you hate Mondays and you always look forward to the weekends, that's cool too. I don't, you're, you're like the rest of the world, but I invite you to dare yourself to have a different perspective because at the end of the day, our perspective is what is true for us. It's how we look at things. We decide if we live in a good world or a bad world. We decide if Mondays are amazing or if Mondays suck. And if we can look for the good of all the cool things that happen on Mondays, we can wake up on Mondays or even, you know, not get the the Sunday scaries where we start to get really uh, scared uh, on Sunday night of all the things that might happen on Monday or dread the next day or get overwhelmed. And we can start to actually prepare for Monday in a way that's looking forward to it with a different perspective, like, oh my gosh, what kind of cool opportunities are going to come my way on Monday? When everybody wakes up and starts to get back to work, what kind of cool things could happen tomorrow? I don't even know. I have this uh, I have this post-it on my mirror. It says, expect miracles today. What would happen if you walked around the world just expecting miracles, looking for them? Your eyes are peeled because you're just looking for a miracle to happen. There's a totally different way of living. Either expecting miracles or expecting bad things to happen. And unfortunately, a lot of us are pre-programmed to expect bad things. Well, as human beings, I feel like we're pre-programmed just to always be, you know, looking out for danger, which is healthy for us because, you know, you, you gotta, we gotta be smart and like be on the lookout just in case. And I, I guess, but if we expect miracles and we're looking for the opportunities and we're looking for the magical things to happen, then we'll be able to see them a lot faster when they come. And our perspective about life, about Mondays, about bad situations will actually be a lot better. And that's just going to help us live a life that's way more fulfilled and way more joyous and uh, way more in, in, that, in that energy of having great expectations instead of having shitty expectations. And when you expect good things to happen, you see more good things. So that means more good things happen because really our, our beliefs are simply um, what we choose to believe, right? So if we choose that we believe in a good world, then our world will be good and we will see the good and good more good things will happen because we'll be vibrating at that frequency. Anyways, that was just a tangent and an aside of what I really want to talk about today. And I was very called to get into the closet and record this episode because it's a it's just a personal message from me to you and it's a common question that I get asked and I'm personally like in this moment right now of what I'm about to share with you so I think it's the perfect time to talk about it. And I I often share this one quote whenever I speak on stages and, and I teach about visibility and content creation and being seen for specifically for thought leaders or entrepreneurs or content creators. And I always share this one quote, it's your mess is your message. And I'm not the first person to ever say that. A lot of people have used this quote, but it's it's a perfect quote when you're thinking about building an audience and connecting with people on a real level and building community because people connect with people when they can relate to them. And everybody has had hard times in their life. And unfortunately, we tend to connect with people deeper when we connect on the hard times. Yes, we can connect on great times and talk about all the amazing things that have happened. Oh, you went, you vacationed at this place. I did too. That's great. Oh, you loved that personal development book. That changed your life. That changed my life too. That's amazing. But if you think about it, the people that you've connected the deepest with in your life or the people that you resonate with the most or the people that you like to follow are usually somebody that has had the same, either same or similar or, or maybe even different, but 
a shitty situation. I'm just going to put it that way. Like they've gone through something and they came out the other side stronger. And maybe you went through something similar or you're going through something similar, or you know, someone that's gone through something similar. And because they were brave enough and courageous enough to share their story, it inspired you that either you could get through that time or you related to them a little bit more, or you respected them because they were able to share that, or you respect the fact that they went through that difficult time and came out the other side even stronger and better, or you're inspired to learn from that person because they got through a tough time that you're trying to get through. So that's always the thing that makes you the most interesting is sharing the more messy, real parts of your life. That's what connects people on a deep level. When you're thinking about creating community and creating audience, it's it's much easier to create community and audience and real true fans when you share the realness of you. And usually that realness is more of a messy part of you. And maybe it's not even messy in the way of a bad thing happening, but maybe messy in the way of it wasn't so perfect. Like your journey wasn't perfect. What did you do before you do the thing that you do now? Were you a teacher before you became a coach? Were you, for me, were you a VH1 heavy metal star, star, it wasn't really a star, but actress, host on VH1, that talk like heavy metal girl turned entrepreneur, turned business owner, right? So what were you before? What was the more messy part of your story? That's what's going to relate more to your audience. So I, I talk about sharing your message, your message. And the question that I get a lot when I share this is, Jen, when should I not share a mess? When is it not time to be seen? When should I keep my mess private? What what stories should be kept personal and not shared? And I want to talk about this today because I'm going through one of those times where it's a time where I don't want to, where I'm not going to share this just yet. And there is a time not to be seen. And there are things that shouldn't be scared. And the way that I differentiate what should be shared and what shouldn't be shared, like what's ready or what's fully cooked or what's what's ready to be out there and what's not is I ask myself, is the wound open or closed? So we all know the difference between an open wound and a scar, right? An open wound is bleeding, it hurts, it's painful. And a scar has scarred over, it's no longer painful. And you just have this really dope like mark on your body that signifies the fact that you went through something and you got to the other side and you are now healed. Same thing goes for your messages and your stories and your experiences in life. If you have a open wound and you are bleeding and it is painful and you are in the mess, you are in the moment currently, it is not time to share yet because you're not going to be sharing from an empowered place. It's really, really hard to share about an open wound that's bleeding from an empowered place where you can look back and know all of the lessons that were learned because you're still bleeding. You're still in pain. You're still in it. You haven't learned all the lessons yet. You haven't figured out why it's happening for you. You're just trying to stop the bleeding. You're just trying to heal and turn it into a scar. That is not the time to share your mess, okay? That is the time to keep it keep it close to your heart, to heal, to keep quiet, to keep it just close to your friends, your family, your therapist, your coaches, the people that are close to you. Not necessarily share it to the public because we all know those people that have gone public with their messes when their wound is still bleeding and their wound is open and they're, you know, they cry on social media or they're hysterical or they're not making sense or they say things that they don't mean to say because they're in pain. And that's not an empowering place to come from, especially when your offer, let's say you are a thought leader, many of you are that are listening to this, or you're a coach or you're a, a speaker or an author, or you offer a service that helps people and you're using social media to be seen as the leader in your expertise, 
then you always want to be sharing your stories from an empowered place. You always want to be sharing your mess, but you want to share what you learned from that mess. You want to share why that mess was for you. You want to be able to look back, connect the dots and say, this is why I went through this. I went through this terrible time, but here's what I learned and here's what you can learn as a result. And here's why I'm the person that can help you with that because I overcame this. But if you are bleeding and you have an open wound, which we all experience, we're humans, we experience them on the regular, unfortunately and fortunately. Fortunately, because those those hard times are the, the times that make us who we are. Those hard times are the times that make us grow and give us the lessons that we need to learn in order to help people in the future or in order to be a better version of ourselves. But when you're in it, you don't necessarily know those lessons yet. You don't know them yet. You're still figuring them out. You're still healing. You're still trying to stop the bleeding and turn it into a scar. So if you share with the open wound, you're not coming from that empowered place yet. No one's going to want to learn from you about that thing yet because you haven't figured it out yourself. So you're positioning your pla- yourself and not as a place of, not from a place of authority, but from a place of victimhood. And that's okay. Like we are all, we all can be victims sometimes, but we keep it private and we, we keep it close to us and to our inner circle until it's scarred over and it's become a scar and you're ready to share. So right now, I'll tell you right now, I'm very public and I always want to be seen and I always want to be visible and I always want to be sharing with you guys what I'm going through. But there's something that I'm going through that's an open wound. So I want you to know that while I'm sharing a lot of highlight reel stuff on on social media, there's a lot of really amazing things that are happening in my life. Speaking on some of my dream stages, being featured in some of my dream publications and connecting with people that I'd only dreamt of connecting with and and getting to help people on an amazing level. There's incredible things happening, but there's also a mess that's happening in the background and there's also an open wound and I'm healing. And I want to let you know that it's not just a highlight reel. There are some stuff going on. There's some stuff going on. And I know without a shadow of a doubt that one day when this becomes a scar, it's going to be part of my message and I'm going to use it to help you. And I'm going to use it to inspire others and to share with others that they can get through something similar that I'm going through right now. But because it's an open wound and because it's still bleeding and because I'm healing, I'm working with my therapist, I'm working with people in my life that are close to me, it's not, I can't share it yet, but I can share with you that I'm in it. And I wanted to just let you know that. So you don't think that like life is always perfect. You know, I am going through it, but I can't share what it is yet, but I know that I will be able to one day when it's a scar. So that's what I wanted to come here and share with you guys. I wanted to talk about when when it is a, the right time to share and to be seen when it's not. But also that if you're in the thick of it right now, if you have an open wound that's bleeding, I want to let you know that you're not alone, number one. Even I'm here on this podcast, there's lots of people that listen to this. I'm a very public person and I struggle too. And I know, and I can tell you this as I tell myself this, that every single thing that happens to us is secretly happening for us. And we don't necessarily know in the moment when the wound is bleeding, when we're just trying to heal and we're just trying to get through it. We don't know why it's happening for us. But when when we heal and it becomes a scar and we can look backwards, we'll know why. All of the terrible things that have happened in my life that are now scars, I use to teach. I use to inspire. I, I use to connect with people. And they've helped me become a stronger, better person. They've helped me become who I am today. And when they were happening, I didn't know that they were going to do that. No way in hell. But after they've scarred over and after I healed and after I learned all the lessons that I was supposed to learn from them, I realized why. And I know that this thing that I'm going through right now, that's, that, that's an open wound, that's bleeding, that's not a scar yet, that I will use it one day. And I know that whatever you're going through right now, you will use one day. 
But if it's still bleeding and it's still open and you're still healing, it's not time to share. Think about those stories that are now scars. Think about those lessons that you've learned that you are now empowered by, that you have learned the lesson and you're empowered and you feel strong when you talk about it and you feel like I can help people with this because I've been through it and I'm out on the other side. Those are your messes that are now your message, the scars, not the open wounds. So my dare for you today, I dare you to be okay with the fact that maybe you have a wound that's open that you're healing from. I dare you to heal and allow yourself to be in that in private with the people in your life that are closest to you. And then I dare you to look back at some of the messes back in the day that have now turned into scars that can now be our message to share, that you feel totally empowered sharing, that you feel like you know when you share what you've learned from this specific story, you can help people and you can let people in and you can connect with people by sharing that story. I dare you to share those. So that's my dares for you today. There are two. It's a double dare. But I love you. I'm grateful for you. I'm glad you joined me for this episode of the I Dare You podcast. And I am so excited to share with you on the other side of this messiness that I'm in for the lessons that I've learned. I don't know when it's going to be, but I'm excited for it. And I can't wait to see you next time on the next episode of the I Dare You podcast. And oh, P.S. One more thing. Get excited because 2023 is the year that I'm going to start bringing on guests to the podcast. So there will be, I'm not going to tell you who the first guest is, but is a very, very, very amazing, incredible, inspirational guest. One of my biggest inspirations is going to be coming on the show as our first guest. So get excited. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you share it with people so that you don't ever miss an episode or miss a dare every single week. Love you so much, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the I Dare You podcast. I'm so grateful you chose to spend this time with me, but I'm even more grateful for your future self that you are building one dare at a time. So my first dare for you is to subscribe to the show and then share it with a friend who you think needs to step a little bit more outside their comfort zone and into their best lives. They'll thank you for it. I'll see you next time on the I Dare You podcast.